Who gave me permission to do this? <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes we're gonna laugh and sometimes we're gonna cry. That's just the way it goes. Welcome to Stupid Wise Girl, the podcast for everyone and anyone who is seeking their purpose, who wants to change but might feel stuck. Our title is a perfect example of why you should not judge a book by its cover. Jackie aims to help everyone, not just females. Learn to dig deep into yourself in every episode and get real with what you need as we figure out exactly what that is. Whether it's a relationship or a career, we as individuals make stupid mistakes, although our wiser higher self always knew better. We must get to a place where we can accept our stupid and move forward into our wise. Here is your host, Jackie Minsky. Welcome back to Stupid Wise Girl, the podcast. This is episode 19. Stay tuned until the end of the episode to receive a 30% off discount code from a brand new online shoe boutique that I personally have grown to love and they were really nice enough to give our listeners a special 30% off code. I do want to say that episode 18 did really well every single time and we've had her on twice that Kirsten Keach comes on. The episodes do well, which means you guys really want to hear relationships, huh? That's what you guys want. So today, I'm going to give you my experiences, my thoughts, and opinions I've got from people in my life when it comes to my personal dating experiences. So for the past year, I can't say I've been dating because uh, I'm going to be honest. I'm not someone who likes to date. I know, I know, but I'm not going to wind up the cat lady. I'm going to find someone and I'm going to tell you why. I'm someone who I always try to better myself in every area of my life. And I really enjoy falling in love with myself. I really, really love, love falling in love with myself, discovering new things about myself, discovering new hobbies, discovering I have new goals, short term and long term, and just piecing my own life together and I've learned most of the time people fall into my life and I'm not someone who does well with dating multiple people at once what I'll do is I'll try to build a foundation a friendship and I like to see if a bond can strengthen over time and usually I back away without warning if I notice it's not going anywhere and I always gain a deep friendship regardless. I never set expectations for anybody I'm talking to. I just build a foundation because anything, and this is my opinion, I've heard so many different opinions, but point is I'm not someone who's rushing into marriage. I want it to happen organically, authentically, and with a deep, deep connection. And there's four things I want to touch up on that I did tell one of my friends today, actually, in the afternoon in conversation. So there's four things for me that would seal the deal, and I would know this person is the one for me. Am I spiritually into this person? Do I respect them spiritually? Am I emotionally into them? Am I sexually into them? And can they mentally stimulate me? So those are really my four things. And I don't do well when one is off balance. I'm not seeking perfect. I'm seeking perfect for me. And why I really want to discuss it today is because there's so many people in my life that have given me so many different opinions and I want to go through the different opinions and my responses to them because 
sometimes when someone's giving me an opinion in person, I respect their opinion and I don't really want to go tit for tat. And today, if you're someone who has given me an opinion and you just make it into today's episode, well, guess what? You're gonna get a piece of my mind finally. So let's start. So for starters, dating multiple people at once. I've been told to do this by numerous people, by relationship experts, by friends, you name it. It's, it's a thing that people are doing, which is fine. I love the idea that people really want to find their perfect match. And whatever works for you, works for you. I'm, I can only speak for myself and the very few people that might actually agree with what I'm saying. I, unless you're on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor... It's very hard for you to play with people's feelings. What I mean is if you are dating multiple people at once, here is the issue you can run into. Yes, you can fall in love with one out of five people. But what if two out of five fall in love with you? That means one person is going to get their heart broken. Why would you want to break someone's heart? Because sometimes connections are not mutual. So in a situation like that, someone could fall in love with you while you're in love with someone else. And that really isn't fair to someone who might have just been focused on dating just you. Unless you did share with them you're dating other people, which is also important when you are dating It's 2019. Can we just please be honest with each other and what we're doing? If we're seeing other people, if we want to date other people, if we're sleeping with other people, if we're making out with other people, snuggling, whatever we're doing with other people, we need to be honest so we each can have the decision. Do we want to move forward in this relationship with you while you're experiencing your experiences? And I can't do that. I... I have to talk to one person and give that person a fair chance. And if it doesn't strengthen over time and I see it's not going anywhere, as I've mentioned, I get a lifelong friend and I slowly pull away, regroup, and I start eventually talking to someone else and giving them their fair chance. Here's what happened to me, and this is something I want to touch up on. Also, not to do... I was going out with guys on dates. I was actually doing the multiple dating thing, but not because I was looking for someone. I was trying to get over someone and I was trying to fill the space and it actually made things a lot worse. And then I took a month and a half off from talking to anyone, period. It was actually the best month I've had. It was actually in January. In January, I spoke to nobody from the opposite gender. And I liked it. <laughs> now, ladies, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not swinging in any direction. Maybe not yet. But <laughs> um, the point is, I realized if you are dating multiple people to forget someone, that's also not healthy for you. You need to be honest with your feelings with this person. If it scares them away, that's not your person. So these myths, well, I call them myths that you have to date multiple people so the guy doesn't know you're that into him because blah, blah, blah. No, that's not authentic. That's not real love. That's not mature love. 
Now, mature love is, this is how I feel for you. If you don't reciprocate it, I respect that. But then I'm going to fall back and find someone who wants to share my experience and my feelings with me. Or you can say, this is what I'm feeling for you. And guess what? They might be feeling the same thing. And then you have a chance to grow together. If it's not reciprocated, it's just not your person. Now, something else I want to touch up on before I go into the next piece of advice I've been given is... If for some reason something doesn't work out with you and somebody, this is a major thing to pay attention to. If you feel rejected, and I touched up about this with Kirsten on episode 18 very briefly, but I really want to get into it today. If you feel rejected when something doesn't go your way with somebody, I'm going to say it's because you have set an expectation for a person to fill a void And they didn't fill it for you. What that means is when you set expectations, you need the person versus you want the person. See, in any situation, when it doesn't work out, you're actually being protected. So if we can just look at things from a different point of view for a second and just say, okay, this relationship didn't work out. I'm being protected. This is not my path this is not my person instead of holding resentment and feeling rejection which are negative negative thoughts you need to rethink what's happening and feel protected and feel happy you had an experience you went on a few dates maybe made out a few times it didn't work out it's okay but you know that you're ready for something serious or you're totally in love with yourself when you don't feel rejection Unless I'm a robot, forgive me, I don't feel rejected when things don't work out. I feel solid no matter what happens. And I just figure out, okay, well, if this didn't work out, well, here are things that this person did that I are my non-negotiables. As we spoke about in episode 18, there are things that are non-negotiables. So you find them in every experience that just didn't work out. You have to, instead of making a person want to like you, you have to pay attention to the person you are dealing with and see, well, what are they doing that you don't like? Instead of overlooking what they do to make them like you, why aren't you paying attention to what they're doing that you don't like? Did you get that? Don't overlook things that are non-negotiables. And as Kirsten said in episode 18, write down a list of your non-negotiables in a relationship. Things you know for a fact you cannot tolerate. That way, when you enter a relationship, if you notice there's a few non-negotiables happening, you could check it right off the bat. And This actually helped me a lot because there was a few non-negotiables with somebody I was into and I realized to myself, I'm not going to overlook it because it's really going to hurt me long term and you can't change people. So you can only move on and if a person wants to change for themselves and come back a better person, that's also a possibility, but it's really not your job to stay there teach them and fix them maybe as a friend but without an expectation that they'll ever turn into a romantic interest ever again next piece of advice that I've been given let's say this person knows you really well just because they know you really well that doesn't mean it's the only person who's gonna get to know you and this is very important because this is something I was doing I was in a situation where somebody really knew how to handle me they could read my mind There was a lot of chemistry. 
It seemed right, but there were non-negotiables that I was overlooking. And until I got honest with myself and said, okay, if I seriously started dating this person, this is how they would hurt me. And they would hurt me over and over and over again until it became toxic. And even though there were a few wrongs, there were the rights and the rights kept me around. And here was, here's what was right about this person. They really knew me. They were very similar to me. They knew me to my core. It was very interesting. But at the same time, because I felt like they knew me, I didn't give anyone else a chance to get to know me. And I was actually pleasantly surprised. I got to tell you guys, I finally opened up to someone else. And this person actually wanted to get to know me more than the person who I thought knew me. It just made me realize that I was overlooking things because I'm someone who I believe in soulmates. And I never met someone who was a lot like me. And this was the first time I met someone who was very similar to me. And I confused it for a soulmate. There's actually a meme that says the one time you confused a soulmate for a lesson. (laughs) That's me. And I still adore this person dearly as a friend. As I've mentioned, there's just a lot of non-negotiables that I know long term this person would hurt me. So as I've mentioned... Pay attention to and write down your non-negotiables. And when you start dating, if you see people are doing things that hurt you, that you cannot tolerate, do not overlook them. Those are your non-negotiables. That's it. It's like if you were moving into an apartment and on your list it says, I can't have cockroaches in the house. There can't be paint chipping. I need this size bathroom you wouldn't move into a house with cockroaches you wouldn't move into a house that has paint chipping and you wouldn't move into a house that has half of the bathroom size that let's say you wanted so in a way you have to really be mindful of your non-negotiables because if you enter a situation and they keep reoccurring You're going to start bumping heads. And as Kirsten Keech said in episode 18, it's going to bite you in your behind in the long run. So that's actually something Kirsten taught me. And I have to thank her for that because I never entered a relationship that way. The point is that, yes, I was in a situation where I was very head over heels over someone. And I was overlooking the things that hurt me really badly. And until Kirsten really taught me, these are the things that are going to hurt you in the long run. I would probably continue to take the punches that I was taking from this person. And let me tell you, they hurt, especially when you put someone on a pedestal. And like I said, when I pulled the plug, gained a friend, took a step back and actually opened my mind to someone else, I was really, I am really surprised with what is occurring for me right now. So the next piece of advice that I was given is... Drum roll, please. That chemistry can grow over time. I have to be so honest. I was a skeptic when it came to this piece of advice. I always assumed chemistry has to be there from day one. And I learned the hard way that that's actually, that's the truth. You can actually grow chemistry over time. And it happened to me. 
I began speaking with someone new. <clears throat> Excuse me. <coughs> I hope I'm not coughing too into your speakers or your headphones. But I started speaking to someone new, someone, and it started off very friendly, very casual. But the more we started speaking, and the more I learned about this person, and the more interested I became, because now it was like, you know, it, it, we didn't kiss each other, you know, so there was no instant chemistry, or we didn't know that there was chemistry because we we haven't kissed yet. So when you're just getting to know someone, obviously you're not going to know if there's chemistry if you haven't even kissed. I know, I'm like 12 years old, just for the record. I move at a very slow pace in dating. <laughs> but the point is, because we never kissed and we were taking it slow, I didn't feel that sense of, I, I, I like this person. And I learned over time, the more this person let me into their life, and I learned about them, the more turned on I became with how they view life and how they live their life so chemistry definitely take it from someone like me who chemistry is a big thing and i usually think if it's not there right away it's not possible it's possible you can get turned on by someone's intelligence the way they speak the way they view their their views on life the way they respect their family the way they respect their friends, you know, these things can turn you on, especially when you're ready for a real relationship. Now, why I say that is because before when I wasn't ready for something serious and I was dabbling, I don't want to label anyone a bad guy because there's no such thing as bad guys. There's just guys that haven't met the girl for them and as women, sometimes we allow them to get away with certain things and then we blame them for the things that they do. It's not right. You participated equally into taking the guy's I'm sorry for the language, but it's true. So if a guy's doing certain things to you, he's not doing them to you against your will. You are allowing and giving him space to disrespect you, not show up for you, not keep plans, not make plans. So that's actually something inside you that says you're not ready to be respected at a certain level and therefore you're accepting what a guy is doing so i don't believe in the term bad guys but the point is i was talking to emotionally unavailable people who had so many excuses for why they couldn't do what they didn't want to do Let me say it again they were making excuses for what they can't do because they didn't want to do. See, that's that's the truth. I've learned if a guy or anybody, it's not just a guy. If you want something, you're going to go after it. That's it. Hands down. I don't want to hear anything. We've all heard this a million times. And until you get to a place where you understand that, you're going to make excuses for why you're accepting the behavior you're accepting for the person. You're making excuses for yourself. So there's no such thing as a bad guy. There's only a guy that you are allowing him to treat you a certain way. So there's only your bad insecurities and there's only your bad feelings about yourself and why you're stopping yourself from your greatest relationship. And that took me some time to process and understand. And the same thing goes for men. You know, sometimes you can meet a girl and she's 
leading you on as well. And you have to ask yourself, why you as a man, why are you allowing her to disrespect you? And it goes both ways, you know, whether you're straight, bisexual, or gay, no matter who you are speaking to or trying to get to know, if you are giving a person the space to disrespect you in any form or not show up for you in any form, there's something within you that says you're not ready, you believe you deserve what you're getting, and you don't believe you deserve more. And that's a hard pill to swallow, but you gotta swallow it (laughs) and you know that took me some time and to be really honest when I was dabbling with emotionally unavailable people it's because I really was emotionally unavailable myself yeah let's let's say that one more time this is a good episode I think you guys really love this relationship stuff so when I was talking to emotionally unavailable people it's because I was emotionally unavailable myself. What that means is if someone who was more ready than I was would show up in my life, I would get scared. And I had nights where I would cry and I would try to figure out, well, why, what's, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I okay with this person versus this person when this person wants so much for me and wants to do so much with me and it took me some time to realize it was my fault and I had to reprogram myself until I got ready to step into a possibly really great relationship but it started with my relationship with myself and I told myself I'm I'm ready. I'm not perfect. See, here's the thing I want to touch up on. To enter a relationship, you don't need to be your best self. You need to have a really great foundation that you're on the road to your best self, which means you already found your purpose in life. You know what kind of person you want to be. Therefore, you know what kind of person you're looking for. And that's the truth. If you're someone who doesn't know in which direction you're going in life, chances are you're probably not ready for a relationship. But don't be someone who's waiting for the perfect moment or for when you're in your best career or in the best shape of it. You know, you have to have a solid foundation as yourself, as an individual, to be able to build a solid foundation with someone else. And people confuse that for, well, I need to be ready for a relationship. And the truth is when they look within themselves, they're emotionally, there's something deeper going on where they're just more lost. Because let's say people say, oh, I'm not ready for a relationship because I don't have the career I want. So you're telling me, let's say you graduate law school, you become a lawyer, you're automatically ready for a relationship, you're still the same person. A degree or a job or an income is not going to change you as a person. It's really not. So what you're setting yourself up for in that situation is potentially attracting the wrong people, attracting people who maybe, and men do this all the time, men want financial freedom because they want to attract certain females but you have to ask yourself are those females just interested in your income and these are real questions to ask 
So I always tell my guy friends, if you can find a girl that can be with you at your lowest point, you've probably found a really good girl. Don't push her away by thinking you need to get ready for her. She's already there. But I see a lot of guys make this mistake. So if you're someone who does have a good girl by your side in the hard times, you really found yourself a good girl. There's not many women girls who will stick it through in those tough times. So again, don't wait to be perfect to get into a relationship. Don't wait for your career to take off to get into a relationship. A relationship is simply just that. It's a relationship. You know yourself as a person and this person, it's two individuals just coming together and starting to build a foundation. You find a solid foundation and you start to build together. You just have to make sure you're both two solid individuals who at least know what path they're on. That's so, 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 so important, okay? So let's do a rundown real quickly because I think I covered a lot of information in today's episode. Pretty much dating multiple people at once. As I've mentioned, I don't believe in it. If you do it, that's fine. But just be very careful with other people's feelings. I'm a big believer in karma and I don't want anyone's feelings to get hurt. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. Chemistry definitely can be built over time. Especially if you're entering a relationship and you care about values, morals, and their views on life. Things like that can actually turn you on much more than someone who can just get you into bed and the chemistry will just fizzle out. So those things are really important to look for in a relationship. And the last thing, which I've said a few moments ago, is you don't need to be perfect to get into a relationship. That's the biggest myth that's terrible that so many people are literally wasting their own days, their own chances at real love because they're waiting for a perfect moment. You gotta enjoy and love the people and let them know when you have them. Thank you guys again for tuning in to Stupid Wise Girl. If you have any comments, any questions, don't forget to email me at she at the number one stupidwisegirl.com. If you've listened this far into the episode, then you got a chance to receive the 30% off code, which is capital JWN130 from the shoe boutique that I really love. And it's the Janiko.com. T-H-E-J-A-N-I-K-O.com. Check them out. Enjoy. Thank you so much again for tuning in.